Okay, hi guys. Welcome to SF 101. My name is Erica and I'm going to be co-hosting today with Megan. I'm currently in my second year at the University of Toronto Rotman Commerce and welcome to our relationship podcast for today. So today I have with us Megan, Kelly, and Owen. Hi, my name is Megan. I'm a second year at York University at the Sheila School of Business and I'm currently studying, well, obviously business. And I'll hand it off to the couple. Uh, my name is Kelly. I'm also in second year at the Schulich School of Business at York, and yeah, I'm studying business. <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Owen. I'm currently in my second year of business as well, and studying at Laurier, and probably planning on majoring in accounting. Oh, yeah. Nice. Accounting actually is a couple. Kelly, aren't you going to accounting too? Uh, to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's get started. So do you guys want to tell us a bit about your relationship and how you guys met and everything? What's the rundown for all of this? <laughs> yeah, what's the foundation? Oh, and where did we meet? <laughs> uh, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I want to hear your perspective. You go first. Okay, well, basically uh, in high school, I worked at McDonald's across my school and I worked there for about two or three months before Kelly worked there, I think. Yeah. And then, um, so basically, um, she was in, she was doing, working in the front, I was working in the kitchen, and uh, eventually we kind of just started talking at work, and she, we kind of noticed each other, and I also eventually asked her to hang out a few times, and we ended up hanging out, and that's how kind of our relationship started way back in uh, grade 11, I think, right? Yeah. And then over time, we eventually continued dating until like grade 12, First year university and now in second year university. But uh, I don't know what else did you want to add, Kelly? I think that's it. Yeah, that's that's basically how we sum it up. Of course, there are bumps in the road, but like, yeah. <laughs> bumps along the way, but yeah, overcome it. And how long have you guys been together for then? Two and a two years and a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are in different universities, right? So how do you, how are you handling like the long distance relationship? I mean, I guess I'll start. Um, I want to talk about like first year since second year is all virtual and not really long distance. But um, in first year, it was kind of tough. Owen's focused a lot on school for me. Of course, I focus on school, but I was more focused on um, kind of social life, kind of uh, getting used to university. So even though I did want good grades and everything, um, I was trying to fit in and everything. So that also meant like I, I wanted Owen's attention all the time, like talking to him constantly. But Owen, of course, like he focused more on academics and he didn't really have a hard time fitting in at Laurier since so many people that we went to high school with went to Laurier as well uh, were there. So yeah, it was pretty difficult. Um, when I meant the bumps along the road, yeah, this is what I meant talking about. It was pretty hard, um, not gonna lie. <clears throat> but you just kind of have to keep going yeah no uh I, th- I think I definitely agree like in first year I was kind of no life in school um kind of because basically how it works is that Laurier they have a co-op program and you need pretty good marks in first year to get in so that's kind of what I put most of my attention to and unfortunately Kelly was the sacrifice of it as bad as that sounds but um <laughs> but no uh we made it work um through the long distance, like we would still call whenever we could and Kelly would uh, make her way to Waterloo whenever she could as well. And I think that was pretty refreshing and kind of how we dealt with it over the year. But um, unfortunately around 
March, we all had to go and come back home. And so it wasn't too bad um, for sure. Yeah. I think definitely like first years of lot changes that you get coming up from high school and everything. I think you just start like re like evaluating what you like really prioritize and everything. So honestly, good thing that you guys got through that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like the biggest challenge for anyone. Like I remember being in grade 12 and like hearing people say like, don't start grading grade 12 because you're just going to end up breaking up. And that was like the scariest thing because there were so many couples. At York, because then social life is almost like non-existent. So if I were to go to a different university, like Western and something, I feel like I'd be so busy with my social life that I wouldn't we wouldn't have these issues because we were both too busy and we come back together like once in a while but because of York I don't really have much to do nothing like you just go home right yeah. people don't really stick around I mean they do but I'm not trying to stick around that long at York <laughs> that's so true like even at UFT like I met so many people in the first year and they all were cuff and they all had long distance relationships like they had like boyfriends and girlfriends in Vancouver and I'm like oh you're coming out of high school with the boyfriend across the country <laughs> that's so that's yeah. com- that's strong commitment yeah. i have a friend actually if she ever listens to this podcast you know who she is her boyfriend so he's in vancouver so it's a three-hour time zone difference and they would call like every single night this freaking girl so it's like 2 a.m here it'll be like 11 p.m there and her voice would be like rattling in the hallway <laughs> because no everyone's asleep and you just hear her talking on the phone with their boyfriend but like they made it work out so then I feel like yeah like if there's a will there's always a way yeah Yeah, I completely agree I was just gonna ask like how did you guys balance uh between like the distance and then like the workload as well and then a whole relationship oh you want to start since I started last time yeah so I think so in fall semester it was a lot of adjusting I was putting probably like 50 60 percent of my time to school because it was like first semester trying to get used to things so um we kind of obviously there's gonna be arguments when I don't respond or I only I don't really have time to call or whatnot but eventually just get over that and coming to the winter semester so this was exactly like a year ago um I kind of made it like priority I guess to not be as try hard in school a little do a little more experience a little more social life and kind of call Kelly a bit more and so that's what kind of we did to have a um, better um, communication and also just have a little bit of a in between there between school and work and also each other yeah I guess like adding on um, the way I like kind of balanced it you got just like prior like set your priorities straight because for me yes I prioritize school but it's it's not my entire life it won't be my entire life because we're not gonna be in school for our entire life and I kind of like prioritize Owen more because I do plan on being with him long term. So investing in him more is, I feel like it's more fulfilling. I feel like I wouldn't regret it as opposed to investing myself in school. Like, I don't even know what happened in the first year. Like, I think back, it's a blur. Like, <laughs> even though I went through so many like hard times, I don't even remember. So it just shows how it wasn't that important, you know? So I guess that was how I kind of balanced it. And that's also how I balance it now. Uh, I try my best in school, but I also try my best in a relationship. Because, like, when you're changing as, like, a person, like, you guys have to, like, invest in each other at the same time while you're going through those changes. So your relationship is growing as you as an individual is growing as well. And, like, if you do that, then that's how it's going to be able to, you know, move forward. If you're still having, like, a high school day mentality and you're, like, individually in university, like, that's not going to work out, right? Because, like, things that you care about and, like, how you're going to respond to things will be so different. 
So like, what's the biggest difference that you've had since dating high school and dating in university? Tally, go for it. I'll start. (laughs) Um, I think it's just like, just two differences, I guess they kind of intertwine with each other, like maturity and like trust. Because in high school, we're pretty immature still. We're new to a relationship. We didn't, I didn't really know what it meant to really trust someone so much because for me, I find it hard to trust people sometimes just based on past experiences. So uh, it was definitely an obstacle for me to put my full trust into Owen. Um, so the difference between that is like now in university, I trust him more because um, I don't know, I, I just, I'm more confident in myself. I'm not as insecure. So mm-hmm. I, I know what I'm worth and all those different things that put, have uh, play a factor in it. So um, that really benefits the relationship and it, it kind of stops my overthinking because if I trust him and I trust myself, it's like, there's nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think I definitely agree. But in high school, you kind of just, like dating high school is a little, definitely a lot different. You kind of just, I guess just for like, for fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess when we go to university, you kind of take it more seriously because um, obviously you're a lot older now, a little more mature, you're like, Surprisingly, a year or two can actually make a huge difference in terms of maturity, especially mm-hmm. if you're like, because um, like when you're in in high school, you you've been doing that for your whole life, right? Like you're at home, you're so comfortable, but when you're in university, it kind of like pushes you to grow. And so I think um, just growing like that individually and also being able to kind of have each other there is really, really important. That's what you like the whole maturity level from high school university I think honestly like in uni like people really just stop giving a fuck about anyone but themselves to be honest and it's such a great thing at the same time because people just start being more of themselves and like when you're in that environment you're like having this weird adjusting of like being the person that you were in high school and then figuring out who you are actually as a person as an individual and like there's a lot of transformation that happens in that and that comes along with that maturity too I really wanted to bring up the point like you have to grow together because like university is such a big change you're not like as Owen said you're not the same person that you were two years ago Mm -hmm. it's just crazy so and I think I especially learned this recently like when you tie yourself to someone that shows you a whole different side of yourself like Mm -hmm. you think like maybe you're very patient you're very this you're very that like you have these specific characteristics but then as soon as you put yourself in the space to be with someone, you can become someone entirely different. And it's so interesting to see that. So what, what would you say is like the worst and the best thing you learned about yourself being in a relationship, especially this long term? Well, I think like for me, um, yeah, I guess you just learn how to be a lot, uh, like how to show your emotions and also how to really uh, like treat people like what does it mean to really care and treat people so that's something that I really learned from being in a relationship with Kelly for sure um, and also just one thing just from growing into our relationship and also these past two years is just like you get to know each other better so you kind of like things that used to like bother you like us or like maybe I would have gone ticked off or Kelly would do something like at this point like, we kind of know each other really well now so it's kind of we just been getting used to like our habits or our lifestyle so it's also another thing that's really um grown and helped us develop I think right I think like the best thing that happened to me is like uh like you said Owen um you learn like what it means for someone to care about you like like when you truly feel that you you know that you want to hang on to it um and uh as I mentioned before I became more confident in myself like with Owen by my side like he really helped me be more confident less insecure 
because I was so insecure about like the way I look the way I acted and all that stuff like I think that's just like growing up you, you just feel that way and a lot of people feel that way and I think like the worst thing is um like you, you never know if your relationship is like going well like of course you know it but like there's no like book that to tell you like oh if your relationship is is this this and this that means like you guys will be like together long term but it's kind of like up to us and I don't know let's say like we don't call for a while does that mean we're we don't love each other anymore should we cut it off or let's say like oh we don't really show each other affection as much anymore in the long term does that mean we don't love each other should we cut it off like you know so I'm always thinking about um like what was like moving forward like what do I want from a relationship how how should we like keep the the spark going and like the love going throughout like school and all these different changes in our life mm-hmm. just wise <laughs> the words <laughs> so good I was, about this. <laughs> I was like wait that's so true like, yeah. I was gonna say I was like um you you mentioned that there's no rule book. There's nothing telling you if you guys are on the right track or not. So what do you use as like a metric or an indicator? Be like, okay, you know what? We're doing good. We're, we're okay now. Like trust yourself. You just have to like go for it kind of thing. There's like, no one's going to tell you, like people tell you things, but that's their perspective. At the end of the day, you're together. Like it's not that relationship. So you just got to like trust yourself as well. If things don't happen the way they plan, you plan out, you plan for them to like play out. Then, then so be it. Okay, I actually had a question for Owen because he mentioned this at the very beginning for the statement. He said that it, this kind of taught him to open up more emotionally. And like from a guy's perspective, just because like, you know, guys aren't really always sometimes the best at opening up emotionally. Would you say that's something difficult? And would you say that's something that a lot of guys just tend not to do even when they are in relationships? Yeah, I think for sure. Like, but I think like initially I wasn't like this obviously to be like the whole time I, like, I wasn't like this all the time but I think over time like when when you don't really express your emotions you kind of just like keep it all in and then eventually you just explode like and then it, it just never ends well so I think through like we've had our fair share of arguments and whatnot and I eventually just realized like I think it's much more easier to just be upfront with one another and to just talk it out instead of just randomly exploding like you know I think that's just a much better way to do things in terms of are dudes or guys like less expressive I think in a way yeah but it's always something you can work on I think over time you said it's all about like confidence and being comfortable with people around you I think it's all like a learning experience right like which is why people like yeah you need to argue in a relationship because that's how you build on and like you realize what you have to work on and I think also like coming back to like that whole maturity thing I think being able to communicate is like a reflection of your maturity like over time as you get older you know how to communicate better because you're more mature with your emotions you know to take responsibility for things that you've done whereas like when you're younger you kind of feel like oh like everything is as a result of other people around me but like as you get older you start taking responsibility and when you can do that and own up to your actions then you're able to like bring up these situations with people and like be like hey like I know I've done something wrong but I also feel like some of the things that you've been doing have been hurting me in this way and I feel like it goes hand in hand with like how it's really interesting how like high school relationships can grow into uni ones because like seeing something like this you see the growth in your maturity as individual and that's why like the relationship is like also working out mm-hmm. and I, I feel like just to add on um with like guys I met in the past whether they're friends or maybe I had a crush on them um I feel like it's just so important for them to learn how to be in touch with their feelings and be able to communicate because 
I've noticed like with people around me, those that are struggle to communicate, struggle to stay in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And those that are in long-term relationships, the like both both parties, like the boy and the girl, but specifically the boy, he's able to communicate with her, able to show how much he cares for her through like actions, through words, as opposed to other people who like break up like, like yeah. really quickly. They it's because like either one of the parties or both parties, like they, they just can't communicate. Mm-hmm. It's like being resilient and like for things that you actually care about, I feel like you put in the effort and like you'll, you're willing to like take those couple of hits. And like for people who honestly just like break up super quick, I think it's just a reflection of like, you know, like if you cared enough, you would make it work. You would find a way you would find like, if there's a way, there's always, if there's a will, there's a way. There's a yeah. way. <laughs> and I feel like also like relationships are just like, in a way like also like friendships right and like when you have friends like you're gonna have your ups and downs as well and like sometimes like people just see relationships as like this like amazing thing that doesn't have like a downside to it right and so when they like come across it they're like oh shit like what do I do with it now like it's not as great as I thought it was gonna be but like likewise with your friendships like if you're having a rough time with a friend you're gonna address it so I feel like you should approach it in a similar way regardless but that's speaking from a single person so I can't just <laughs> Yeah, you have a point. You have a point. In terms of like, you were talking about like having to keep up that spark. What do you guys do? Like, I'm actually curious. Like, especially because you guys have been dating for so long. Like those whole like butterflies are way long gone. Like you guys are basically an old married couple now. Like, <laughs> do you ever get like, like indifferent? I guess about your relationship because you guys have just been together for so long. Oh. Uh... Okay, I guess I'm going to take, no, but, um, well, I think the pandemic itself has introduced a lot of different challenges as well. I think um, once things start opening up back in the summer, we actually did a lot of new things, I guess. We went on a lot of different walks. We did a lot of new things that we didn't do before. I think that's one thing that pandemic has really shown, but um, in terms of the spark, I think even the pandemic itself, right, because we don't really get, so before I went to university and stuff, we would always try to hang out, like, every week, once every week, or once or twice every week, and that is something we did in the fall semester, uh, we would kind of just, like, because, well, fortunately, our schedules finished class pretty early, like, one or two in the afternoon, and we would have time to hang out with each other one, once or twice a week, and that's kind of how we kind of maintain that spark, but now with, like, the stay-at-home order, or whatever, um, we're still um, calling every, whenever we can, and also just uh, meeting up whenever we can, so that's kind of how we kept our spark, I think. I don't know. What else do you think, Kelly? Um, I think, like, trying new things. Whether, like, of course, you can call each other every day. But to me, I like trying new things. It gets boring sometimes. Not because you're boring all the <laughs> Like, I get oh, yeah, tired of holding my phone. <laughs> and I get tired of the poor connection. It shows every time. <laughs> so, definitely trying new things, like, in person is a lot better. Um, in the summer, Owen mentioned we hung out a lot. We played Pokemon Go together and that that was really fun that was like something new we tried um and what else did we do yeah we hang out like once a week we I try to like come up we both try to come up with like new things we could do whether it's virtual games or watching like Netflix party or something like that I think that's a huge thing and like before pandemic at least we always want to like try new food that was like oh um, yeah how we kept the spark going what did we just eat we just eat follow them on instagram the couple yes um new a new account is coming back uh, when covid ends so maybe not soon (laughs) 
go to new restaurants, I think is good too. Like we, at one point we just go to the same places to eat every time, but I think going to new places to eat is also new memories. And getting just, to know each other, like not just talking about school. Like that's so fucking boring. I hate it. <laughs> like, we talk, yeah, we like talk about each other's interests. We like talk about each other's past. Um, I get super curious and I ask Owen like 50 different questions about their random things. Like yesterday I asked him like, like, how do old people go to casinos? How do they communicate with the people like, there? How do international, like, like people that don't speak English go to casinos? Like, it's just random stuff. Yeah, like, like, it just pops into my head. <laughs> my favorite memory ever of you guys' relationship, I don't even know if, <laughs> I think someone just told me the story, is that Kelly <laughs> practices her accent. <laughs> what was that, I can say it again? Kelly practices her accent so the always- <laughs> Yo, I don't do it anymore. I'm, <laughs> that was, yeah, I'm that laughing was too much. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Owen told you that, told you all that at one point. I think we were together, and then he started oh, laughing. Oh, so funny! I think about it from time to time. Mommy, you have to do it right now. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. So no, we're gonna get flagged. Yeah, we're gonna get. <laughs> so, um, a, a question I was actually very curious of, and I don't know if you guys feel comfortable asking or like or answering. I mean, but something that has always been a kind of an issue for me or with other people is that if there was like a problem to arise, like discussing it with your significant other can be really uncomfortable or like, or like you just don't want to make the other person upset. So how do you bring it up or how do you get to a place where you guys are just comfortable freely talking with each other, especially in the, in the beginning phases? Beginning stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want? little laugh. I was like, um, no, I'm just thinking because like for me, when it comes to like issues, I'm very straightforward. <laughs> so like when addressing issues or even like rumors I've heard, I will literally just go like, hey, Owen, I heard this. Can you, can you tell me more about it? He'll be like, he'll be like, oh, like what you hear from everything. But for me, I just want to get to the point. Like, okay, so is it true or not? But this guy is kind of like trying to piece the details together while I'm trying to get the details it's a from him. thing you have to understand. That's just how we think. <laughs> but um I think just the way we address issues we always like call about it text message it never works out you can't really tell emotions like I I just sound passive aggressive all the time <laughs> and I think we both do so we always have to call about it or like talk face to face about it because that's the best way to resolve because you hear their emotions through your voice and everything oh uh, I think yeah just uh i mean like in the beginning it's probably hard to just talk about it but i think over time you just get more comfortable talking about it and texting is just whenever we we used to like talk about texting it's just always like what do you mean what do you mean and then it just never gets anywhere and then like so you end up calling so yeah so i think just calling is a better way to deal with it but yeah and, it like taking time. breaks <laughs> and like taking breaks because sometimes you need cool off right so so if you don't cool off the what do you means go on for like 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> I can hear both of you saying, what do you mean? I know. <laughs> but it's Kelly's, what do you mean when she's like, doing a brush? She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like, so, so frustrating. Like, what do you mean? Am I not speaking English? <laughs> if you guys have, if anyone listening out there, um, I have one rule that I always followed that I got off YouTube when I was really young. And it was that if you're going to make an impulsive decision, Think about it for one day. If you're still mad about it after one day, then do it. That's true. Don't block just yet. Don't be be rational about it. Be rational. 
rational. We're saying being rational in Kelly's background. It's just <laughs> Hey, but there's coffee right there. I do have another question. Well, this is a bit outdated for you two because you guys have been named for so long. But when you guys were in the talking phase, how for all the single people out there, That's how so long. the talking stage and what is too long of a stage and when is like a good amount of time? But like in the perspective of like a university student. That's a good question, Erica. I asked you the, the ones every uh, uh, I mean I guess like usually the guy does that all that stuff, right? The girl kind of just sits back and doesn't do much, right? So I guess I mean, like, obviously, when you talk to a girl, like, when you ask her to hang out, I guess, and then to get out of the talking phase, I think you just, like, kind of just straight up bring it up, like, like what are we now, or whatever. I think usually happens, like, after you guys have hung out for a few times, and, like, call a few times, call each other, FaceTime each other, whatever, and then, like, when you feel like it's the time to bring it up, then I would, like, probably tell the guy to bring it up. I don't know. Uh, that's basically how I'd look at it. Well, I was just going to add on, like, to get a like, talking phase, uh, I feel like for us at least, we gotta like know that each other, we are both into each other. Cause you know, mm, there's always yeah. those phases with like, uh, I, like, I've been through it before, where you just don't know what they're feeling. <laughs> and I feel like you, okay, I don't wanna say it. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> everyone can relate. <laughs> everyone can relate. So to get out of that stage, like for me at least, I have to know. And for me to know, I have to feel that they care, feel that they, they want to talk to me like they're not the ones that throw their phone in the ocean oh after texting me one text message like those people will, will constantly text you because they care they will call you they will like like you know um start new conversations everything mm-hmm. that brings up what are your love languages then oh, <laughs> oh my god and how do they compliment each other oh my god they're juicy so okay so there's like words of affirmation quality time active service um gift giving and like physical touch so like, what would you guys say like are your like love app like your love languages what is this i've never heard of this before. you've never heard of this dude <laughs> i'm gonna send a link to the chat later you gotta do it uh it's so good it's like basically seeing how like different people show love in like different ways and like it actually like plays a part into your relationship because you know like some people they show love by like words and like talking and like words of affirmation but other people they like prefer receiving gifts and like sometimes when they like don't compliment each other there's like issues because like you're trying to express your love but someone doesn't see that action as an expression of your love because that's not how they like that's not like their communication of their love languages so yeah you guys know what are your love languages oh like it's it's what you like to receive not it's or like don't it's, yeah it's like what you like your receiving. love basically right uh-huh. how do you express your love is that basically what yeah. it is yeah yeah it's how you express your love and how you want to receive love. I mean, for me, probably just words and actions, right? I, like uh, that, that actions wasn't one of them. There's like active no, service. No, no. Yeah. Like, well, what's active service? I don't know. Active Whatever. service is like, for example, like, sorry, Erica, do you want to explain it? Right, like active service actions, like doing things. Yeah. Yeah, it's like going out of your way, kind of like maybe going out of your way to do something, like making breakfast or helping with a project or some like stuff, things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kelly, um, I think mine is definitely like words of affirmation, but also like 
um, acts of service as well, but mostly words of affirmation because like, I don't know, if, actually, I don't know if Owen knows this. I don't know if you guys know this, but I like, I, I like poetry a lot. And like, I like when, when people like, or like guys, like they, they say really sweet things instead of like, you know, that boring shit. But <laughs> um, yeah. Competition. You up and um, HBU. <laughs> okay, okay, not, not, not that, not that poetic, but like, they're just very expressive, like emotional, you know, I like that. <clears throat> you guys had mentioned like physical touch and I feel like that's why, okay, maybe I'm just like analyzing it. Like maybe that's why like the long distance relationship is fine with you guys because some people like they have to, you know like some people like they have to be in the presence of like the other person or they literally feel like they can't make it work. From your perspective, do you guys feel like that's a good justification for not for something to not work because it's long distance? Or do you guys actually feel like if you guys are willing to put in the work, then like a long distance relationship can work for like anyone? Um, I think that's definitely, you can definitely justify it by saying like, oh, I need physical touch because like that's their love language, right? I guess you can't really change that. I mean, you can, but, but like, if that's you, then don't, like you don't need to change yourself. So you just have to find someone that is willing to like um, travel for you, like, like, like post pandemic, of course, or something like that, I guess. I don't know. Owen? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. It could be justification, but I don't think you I don't think everyone just has one love language is that what it's called <laughs> I don't think everyone just has one right like yeah. you probably have like multiple ways you like to receive or express love right so I think it's not like you can't it shouldn't be like just a that the excuse because I think it's justifiable but it's not shouldn't be the only excuse why it's not working what is the catalyst for poor or toxic relationships <laughs> what is the catalyst for toxic relationships yeah like what's a trigger like what's something oh, that you keep seeing the person <laughs> the I just, uh, just not understanding each other like well, when someone yells oh, at you right they're probably not when someone yells at you they're probably not like sure they might be angry at you but there's probably something else like maybe like they had a bad day at school or something so when you don't really understand and see someone like that then you just and they're like arguing for no reason and arguing all the time and it just never ends well so yeah, yeah a big fat ego that's it oh you have mind. a if you have a huge ego you won't you just think you're right all the time and you just don't want to understand each other so that's what kind of creates a toxic relationship and the person <laughs> the person period and there's a lot of give and take in a relationship right so how much is too much give and take like, what are your, like, limits? <laughs> I'm just curious. I feel like it's just got balance. Like, it's like, uh, I don't know, like, what you mean by give and take. I'm thinking about, like, if you're going out to eat or something or, like, giving gifts, you know, like, when paying and everything like that. Like, those gestures, just got to, like, balance it. Like, and it depends on your values. Like, for me, I think for both of us, we kind of feel weird if one person is uh, paying for most things or giving more gifts to each other because it just feels like you're not doing enough or um, you're taking too much from them when you could be giving more. Do you have any words for single people at our age range or even younger? Or even me and Erica. <laughs> Attack us if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Shit. The dating scene is, dating in university is very different from the dating scene in high school. 
and it's just like a whole learning thing. So yeah, words of wisdom from the couple. <laughs> I say this all the time. I know you guys hate it. Like you guys hate this. How I say all this all the time, but you just have to go with the flow. <laughs> wait, wait. You can or you can't. You have. Yeah, you have to. Oh you have to and the, my reasoning is because like you met this person for a reason they are here to like bring joy to your life whether it's temporarily or permanently whatever it is um and you'll learn from them it's like a journey in life I I don't know for me I feel like um it's not belief I just have this theory that our lives are kind of like predetermined in a way so when you, when you meet these people and like and talk for a long time like uh, like don't let yourself overthink it if mm-hmm. you want if you like them you like them you talk to them like just be their friend just go with the flow whatever happens happens and just accept whatever happens because like when you're single you can't be so picky right like if you meet someone you want to talk to them, go talk to them like what like 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 why not like why not what do you what do you lose are you lo- maybe in the end you lose the person but I guess like even though it's difficult to overcome might as well like shoot your shot mm-hmm. yeah and I think, like, when people, like, sometimes have an idea, like, the one, like, you don't know that before you start a relationship, right? So, I think just, just go with the flow, I guess, again, as what Kelly said, you just gotta really test the waters, and if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work, like, hang your head up high, like, there's nothing to be ashamed of, though. Hang your head up, you put your head up high? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> hold it's hold your head up high. Okay, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> mistake, anyway. mistake. Um, and just enjoy life, you know, not everything's so relationships. There's so many benefits to being single as well. You have so much free time. Like being in a relationship, you have to like commit and everything. You're and you're also like always thinking about each other. Like if you're putting enough effort into your relationship, while if you're single, you don't need to worry about that. You worry about yourself. That. yes that's true yeah so and you're you can go do whatever you want you'll talk to whoever you want you don't have to worry about what the what your other like significant other thinks or mm-hmm. whatever so yeah so many benefits i think especially for because i'm assuming a lot of people listening to this will be in high school or whatever right like i think there's a lot of this pressure of them trying to figure out like oh like i'm dating someone right now how do i go to university with that or like i'm not dating anyone right now what do i do in university I think like Kelly said, like go with the flow. Like there's no time, there's no like set in stone like criteria, like things you have to check off. And like if things work out, they work out. If you don't, they don't. You're literally so young, like you have so much ahead of you. And like whatever happens, happens. And yeah, like it's okay to like make a couple mistakes and for things to not work out. Like the everything just like comes. And when things work out, they just come towards you. So manifest that stuff too. Uh, one thing I wanted to add onto this is um, I know it's difficult not to, but like try your best not to plan your life like year to year. That being said, like we never knew the pandemic was going to occur. And now it's kind of fucked a lot of people's plans up. Fucked my plans up. Fucked probably your guys' plans up. And like... Um, I hear my friends talk about like, oh, I want to be married by like 27, have kids by 29. And I'm like, while that's a beautiful plan, I'm sure like a lot of people will accomplish that. Um, that's also a huge pressure on yourself because if you want to say you want to be dating by, married by 27, you probably want to meet that person by at least 23. And then that gives you two years. It's just like, and if anything in the middle screws up, then you're going to feel like your whole life is like torn apart. Like you didn't accomplish your goals. Like you feel like you're at a loss and you're missing something. So 
yeah, just back to Kelly's point, like, go with the flow, no matter how hard it is, because the universe does have a plan. Okay, no, but I do agree, because then, like, both of us, Owen and I, like, we also had the same mentality, like, oh, we want to have kids by, like, 29 or something, get married by, like, this age, but when you do that, you're, you, you start planning your life backwards. You start at 29 and you move backwards, which is not how you're supposed to live your life. You should be starting now and moving forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so wise. Like. <laughs> it is. So guys, do you have any last words for our listeners before we wrap up the session today? Yeah, so I think, um, like, one thing that we said a lot like throughout this thing was don't like, set a time or, like, plan out your life for yourself. I think, yeah, don't just create a, a clock for yourself I think that never is just going to put pressure on yourself so don't if you're going if you're interested in a relationship that's something I would advise against and also just make sure that um even though school is important make sure to make time for one another especially if you're trying to uh, can like have a long-term relationship and just a relationship is just like a, treat it as like a long-term investment you both have to like put time and effort into it for it to grow or else it's just not going to go anywhere so I think that's really important probably what I would wrap up with yeah and I guess um adding on to like the school part you just gotta get your priorities straight like if you're the type that prioritizes a relationship then you have to be willing to give up time and like studying get studying time for that relationship because I know a lot of people that they're very hardworking. they try to do everything at once but you can only do so much and then you start breaking down like it affects your mental health like in the long term it's not good for you it's not good for your health so just know, like, you know your limits, prioritize everything, and live your life today, not tomorrow, not in 10 years, live today. I love that. Megan? Um, last words, I would say, before you can be with someone, you have to figure out who you want to be as well, because someone may come along, and then you'll say you have this whole great idea of who you are, and then they come along and they give you them your their ideals and that might switch up on you so you may you got to make sure you have your values your ideals your goals set in stone because you don't want someone to come along to just shake that for you yeah i just like to top that off like especially going to uni if you're single going to uni you're gonna have such a great time figuring out who you are and i think that once you do it's gonna be even better for the people that you find you're gonna attract people that you know that you want that meet up to what you're looking for and like for people who are going to university with the relationship like kelly and owen like if you put in time into your relationship in university and you help grow it i think like there's no way or there's no reason to be worried about it not working out and yeah those are my final words thank you guys for joining <laughs> Can I say one more thing? Yes, I guess. Oh, it's just because it was very like back and forth, like, oh, it's great to be single. Oh, it's great to be in a relationship. There is no um, which one is better. Mm-hmm. Like you can grow in a relationship and you can grow on your own. Mm-hmm. It just depends how you, they're just the processes are different. So don't be biased towards one or the other. That's the last thing I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so no more. <laughs> are we good to wrap it up? Okay. Yeah, so, I think we're good. Guys, for joining our podcast today. And stay tuned to our next one. And yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye.